Hello everyone, Daniel here, and I want to welcome you to the Apex Culture Podcast, where we're going to be talking about health and fitness and dispelling all the fog that circulates the industry nowadays. Before we get going, I want to offer out all my loyal listeners some freebies. So drop me a DM on any of my social media platforms, which will be listed in the description of this podcast, to claim your freebies. These ebooks are going to help you take massive action towards achieving your health and fitness goals. I hope you receive a huge amount of value from this podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to the Apex Culture Podcast. Today we have a special guest who is going to be talking about mindset. So I'm going to pass it over to Brooke just to introduce herself, let her know or let her tell you a bit more about what she does and what she's here to talk with us about today. So passing over to you. Hello and thank you so much for having me, Daniel. I'm really excited to see what comes up today in this podcast to share like both of our insights into mindset as well Uh, but I am Brooke I am a mindset coach from Sydney obviously originally not from Sydney I'm very much Yorkshire and uh, I do one-to-one mindset coaching with women who are feeling stuck overwhelmed not sure who they are or what they want in their life Um, and I get them moving through that to know exactly who they are know what they want and how to do it so that they're living a life that they love basically that's the snapshot and absolutely love it and I'm so excited to share some mindset tips tricks and how I got to where I am now as well absolutely thank you very much I mean I think it's it's always interesting to see the beginning of the journey so how did you exactly get into it what sparked that interest and then uh, we'll get into your choice for demographic in a moment. But let's let's start with what got you into that mindset coaching. And was there a certain trigger or was this a progressive journey over the over the years? Mm, so kind of how I got where I am today. I at first like followed the traditional path, like university, traveling a bit of hospitality work and then landing a corporate job which I thought was my dream I thought this would be it this is the start of my amazing career I'm going to be super happy and then it wasn't as I thought Um, so despite like looking outwardly successful and seeming like I've got my stuff together inside I actually felt like really sad and stuck and very overwhelmed and I couldn't figure out why I was so unhappy because I finally had what I wanted. So I was really confused. Uh, So I started like trying to find ways to deal with how I was feeling. So like three things you're grateful for in the morning, going for a walk, all this, you like surface level stuff, which I realize now is quite a band-aid solution. Um, When that wasn't working, I went to kind of uncover why I was feeling this way so I could find a new direction. And through that, It was that feeling that I started researching um, like mindset and um, coaching and then investing in a coaching program. And I came across NLP, if you've heard of it, Neuro Linguistic Programming. So it's a way of like taking control of your thoughts, behaviors and modeling success to create positive changes. And when I researched and got coached and went down that path, I was completely hooked and I thought, and I totally did a 360 and it was through having it kind of done to me. I thought, oh my gosh, I want to uh, like kind of spread this across the world. I want to help other women 
do this as well. So I qualified as an NLP and mindset coach. And through that, as I said, like it's ignited my passion to help other women who are feeling stuck to like identify their direction of feeling powered as well. Nice. And I think let's, let's take it back to where you said you had that amazing sort of life from the outside, but you personally weren't as, as happy as you, potentially people might have thought you were. What led you to go down that, like you said, traditional route? Would you say it was a sort of the societal pressures? Was there pressures from, from, the, uh, from your parents? Or what, what exactly was it that pushed you in the direction of um, university, corporate life? What, what was that? Yeah, interesting question. I would say with um, what I saw around me and also then the unconscious, as you said, the societal expectations and pressures. So university, I basically saw everyone around me also going to university. I thought, oh, I'll do the same. So then uh, went to university. After university, wasn't sure what I wanted to do. So I thought, oh, yeah, I'll travel. I genuinely like loved traveling, wanted to travel. And then again, I was like, oh, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do here. And I saw again around me people going into like entry level jobs um, in the corporate worlds and they looked happy and successful. And I wanted that. So I literally imagined myself um, realizing now that these were actually like beliefs and thoughts that weren't mine. They were kind of placed on me. Um, from what I saw around me, it wasn't truly what I wanted. I just didn't know that yet. Uh, but I then followed the exact same path as the people around me, basically. Um, so that was it until I discovered coaching and deeply um, and finding like a deeper self-awareness of who I am. Absolutely. And I just have a question about your sort of exit from the corporate world and your exit from that that lifestyle. Was it quite a difficult one to, to set aside? Because like you said, where you'd seen everyone doing this and you, you saw how this was potentially the norm as such, was it quite hard to, to even sort of separate from, from your ego potentially and be like, this isn't for me? How, how difficult was that? Or was it just you knew this wasn't right and it was, it was an easy jump away? Mm, wasn't easy. Yeah, um, I can imagine. And yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was definitely, and I'm sure people listening to this probably resonate with this feeling of staying in something too long because you're hearing so much noise so I wanted to leave like three or four months in I knew it wasn't right for me but I stayed an extra year because I was hearing like so many people saying like wait for the promotion stay another year are you sure like you you want to leave but we all have an inner knowing of like what is best for us we get that niggling feeling but it's like us feeling scared or hearing our family who we love saying oh are you sure you want to do that like what if what have you got lined up next like um you don't want to just like have nothing to go to because they love you and they want you to be safe but sometimes you just need to um just figure it out and like trust the process as you're going Absolutely. And I think mm. um, there, there is an element of risk to it, 100%. And also, but I think it's, I feel, I believe it's Mark, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, but it's uh, the biggest risk in life is not taking any risk at all. So I think whenever... I love that. Yeah, whenever whenever something really is just a bit 
sort of uh, on on edge in life and you're not too sure whether it could go right it could go wrong I think just just jump in and figure out the rest later right <laughs> mm, oh I like that yeah mm-hmm. so let's let's jump into to when you when you tell people that you're a mindset coach what's the reaction you usually get out of them and do you feel like mindset is something that's overlooked in today's sort of a uh, sort of health society and stuff like that mm, good question um the first thing that came to mind actually was the, the first thing that people say is, um, oh, cool, like life coaching. Like if they hear I'm a mindset coach instantly. Oh, cool, like life coaching. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh, that must be so fulfilling. That's usually the sentence um, <laughs> that I hear first. Because, um, yeah, you hear the buzzword of life coaching a lot of mindset coaching um so yeah that's the first I would say and then um yes I do feel that mindset does get overlooked probably because some people don't really really understand what that word means or don't realize the power of it so when like we understand say career coaching we can understand like on a logical sense oh career coaching but not really mindset coaching so we all consciously know to look on the bright side or be grateful things like that uh, but that's just the surface level so when you don't apply it or look deeper that can have quite a limited effect on you it's only when you go deeper and literally reprogram your beliefs your behaviors your habits you think differently you change your perspective that is the difference that makes the difference mm. absolutely and I, I think taking it back to to what you said about sort of when you initially get when you initially tell people that you're a mindset coach that it's quite commonly confused with life coach and you quite like to differentiate the two from the sounds of it Tell me the, the difference between the two. Tell the people listening that might have an issue for, okay, Brooks Life Coach. Tell, tell them the difference between mindset coaching and life coaching. Mm, I'm sure many people would have a different version. Like this is just my personal, um, personal like kind of way of um, thinking of it. Like I like to, I would even say, you know, life and mindset coach. Um, but life coaching could be, Um, and people can definitely disagree with me here (laughs) who are listening, (laughs) life coaching. It's also, they're kind of such a a blend and a beautiful mix of each other. You need one to complement the other almost, but life coaching, I could say is, yeah, you do touch on the mindset, but it's also can be more strategy based of like what area of your life you are specifically um, being coached on maybe. But then mindset is we focus on an area of your life that you're wanting to get better. However, what mindset are you applying to your life? Like, do you have a fixed mindset where you're thinking, oh, life is just the way it is, like that kind of thing, or growth mindset where it's, oh, I learn from my challenges. And you can approach your new mindset or developed mindset into every area of your life. Nice. Yeah. I kind of a messy answer. way of explaining it. <laughs> no, 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 that's really good. And I think especially that last point that you touched on, the, the, the fixed and the growth mindset, I think we can probably both agree that we both have sort of growth mindsets. But what? 
how do you find how do you get some because I mean I've I've personally been there with, with friends in the past and people with very fixed mindset it can almost get quite frustrating sometimes how do you how do you push them out of that fixed mindset and how do you get them to develop a growth mindset Oh, and this, it could, could be different for everyone here because sometimes when you're wanting to help someone, they could totally reject it. They could not be ready for it. They're not ready to hear it. Um, and it could maybe only be in a year's time when they're ready to hear it and make a change. So the outcome and the response you get could be one that you're not planning on <laughs> if there's super fixed mindset. <laughs> so yeah, I would say maybe moving to a growth mindset, almost like show them the outcomes that they could have and how they could be feeling. So growth mindset, of course, is instead of thinking like you've got what you've got and you cannot, um, the skills you have are the skills you have, you can't develop on it or you can't, um, basically you can't, let's say, you literally you, you think that you can't do things and the skills that you have are, fixed showing them and opening their perspective of explaining that if they approach challenges with the belief that they are just lessons like how much of like a weight has lifted like these the hard life that you may have had or the challenges that you're experiencing use those utilize it as a lesson to xyz either be more curious or um grow your resilience etc etc um so i think yeah a bit of explanation but also helping them see the outcome of how their thinking can change their life but you got to be very um careful with if they're ready to hear information at that time (laughs) absolutely i think that's where um Mm. in the past maybe people weren't ready to hear it and like um and there's almost like a sort of bite back almost quite as a, the, to put up the defences and they're, they're, like you said, not ready to hear it. Uh, let's take it on to, to, to your sort of client journey as such. So someone comes to you, they're not satisfied with, with where they're at with their life. They know that something needs to change. And do you feel like it's when people have already made the decision to come to you, they've already self-identified that their mindset's the issue and they're in control of what they can do? Or is it sometimes that you need to break through that message to them and break through to them that you are liable for what happens in your life? Sorry, I just broke up a few areas in that question. (laughs) So I didn't hear the full question. Could you repeat that? (laughs) Sorry. No worries. So take me through your your client journey, how it works. So when someone comes to you, have they already self-diagnosed themselves as my mindset's poor it needs to change so that I can be fulfilled in life or is it something that you need to break through and tell them that they are liable for their lives is that something that you try and get them to figure out themselves or is that something that's already um, figured out and sort of self-diagnosed when they get to you because I mean the way that I'm thinking of it is for them to make the proactive decision of getting a mindset coach there must be already a few um, few sparks flying around in their head right yeah and usually that spark in my own personal experience of the women that I attract to kind of be my clients I would say that the common theme that really all they're feeling is 
they're feeling either unfulfilled, lacking clarity and stuck on what is it, like what is ahead. So a great um, like metaphor of that is, and I use this with my clients is sometimes I feel like they're in a car with no GPS, no map, and the road is completely foggy. And everyone else is like in their cars and moving um, next to them and knows exactly where they're going. And they're looking around thinking, oh, like, what? how do you know where you're going? Like, I'm in this car, I've got no map and it's really foggy. Like, so I help them clear the fog. So, but we do it together. So I help them clear a fog. They create the map. They, uh, they create the map that they want it can be a few paths like I'm you know can be just a starting point but it gives them the resilience and courage and power within them to go after then what they want because really you don't need to know exactly how to get to the end destination you just need to see a few steps in front of you to get moving so we just clear that fog um, to help them get moving I would say Mm. Absolutely. And so taking it to, to a bit of a tangent here, but for people that, let's say, they, they know where they want to go, they know that where they're at, at the moment, what they're doing isn't ideal. And would you say that using pure willpower, what is the, the sort of kickbacks of just going straight, grind, hustle, no bullshit approach where you just really drive through it is there a bit more of like a holistic a bit more of a sustainable approach that you would take or can the pedal full acceleration down and just go for it be quite beneficial sometimes Mm. the word that's coming to mind right now is like balance because I feel like both approaches like the holistic way and then the like grinding and just going for it like you know they both work that's both are awesome if and it's whatever kind of works for you some people want a spiritual like life coach with healing and inner child work other people want the like give me the action steps and I know exactly how to get there and I'll do it like because I have so much grit and determination and that's awesome so two different people will need two different things so someone may not come to me because I will not be the right coach for them but there's beauty in both of them and I would say they both work but different people um, will work better at the different things Mm. Absolutely. And I think what I've what I've seen from my, my personal life is, I mean, there's there's a great quote that I've seen somewhere. It's like you have a, a finite amount of willpower. And as you sort of dig into it, it doesn't usually replenish as much as you, you dig into it. So it's almost like a battery life. And you can really push hard and graft. I know, sort of there'll be, I'll go sort of three months, every day, I'll be waking up 4am, taking it all the way through for about 15 hours, working on on both the businesses. But then after that three months, there'll be about a burnout and a crash for about two, three days where I don't leave my bed because I've absolutely drained the battery out. And that's when that then again, again gets to that refilling point. And it's almost just a repeat strategy. That's why I was wondering what if that's the sort of healthiest uh, way to approach it. But I think also the sustainability can be such a good way. So I think correct me if I'm wrong, both of them can actually inter- interlock with each other quite well. Um, and I'm intrigued to, to hear um, your own personal sort of 
mindset and approach to this? How do you go about it? Are you someone that really sort of graphs it out and just grits their teeth? Or are you someone that has a bit more of a, a sustainable, holistic approach? And whichever one you go for, sort of tell me a bit more about them and how you approach it. Mm. I would say that I'm leaning more towards like the um, holistic approach uh, because as like I'm a woman, you're a man, as we have different energy levels at different times of the month. So I need to honor my energy levels through the month and learning when I'm my most energetic in a month and when I need to like, okay, I'm not going to do an hour cardio I'm not gonna do and also like seven hours of working and stay up and da 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 because I'm just gonna like crash the next day and I won't be productive so it's for me I've learned to tune into my own energy levels and honor it and respect it so there is definitely times when I can wake up super early get do all the you know on paper right things I meditate I um I'm have the coffee I exercise I work um in I've got a part-time job as well and then I do coaching business and then I'll do something else in the evening and I can do that and so I'm like oh I've got the energy inspiration and all the creative ideas now I'm just gonna go for it but then knowing okay I'm just gonna give myself in maybe a couple days time like a bit of a break and not go out on the Friday night like you know you know it's like that balance um of sustaining your energy but I'm sure that every single person in the world has not got it down perfect yet so we're you know it's inevitable we're gonna work a bit too hard or even work a bit too little when we're actually being a bit unproductive as well um yeah absolutely I think um um, it's it's a difficult one right because you're always on that constant pursuit of trying to be as productive as possible while almost I mean we'd be lying if we said we weren't trying to be productive as possible with doing as little as possible right because that, mm. that's that's sort of the aim if you can do as much as you can with as little effort and as little time possible then that's great because you won't be using as much as that battery <laughs> but I think yeah it's still um it's still an equation that's yet to be figured out in a lot of people's heads yeah. definitely mine as well <laughs> um, yes <laughs> so so moving on to when, when people come to you what's the what's the most common theme where you see that people are going wrong with I don't want to say wrong but where people are are struggling with their mindset what is if you had to I know it's hard to pinpoint one thing but if you had to isolate a couple things which are quite a common theme when people come to you what would those be Mm. so yeah many things but okay the I'd say the top two then um is number one this is easy one number one is how much they are allowing other people to affect them and societal expectations to dictate their decisions instead of going on a path that they personally are interested in. Even if it doesn't make logical sense on for your family or on a piece of paper, uh, that would be the first and number one. Um, and then number two, most common theme, probably allowing other people's demands to overshadow their own needs so they need to value themselves and what they want and know that it is okay to put what they want first because that's so important like you can't 
I'm sure you've heard this um, phrase before. You can't, oh, now it's just left my mind. You can't pour from an empty cup. Mm. Yes. You can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah. And I see a, a lot of women sometimes need to take control of their own boundaries. Um, so, yeah, I'd say the, they're the two things. Absolutely. And I think something that I've seen within within people, and I think just today, especially with the with the prevalence of social media, is that people crave that external validation so much that it dictates their, their happiness and their mood. So, I mean, if they're seen as doing great in life, that increases their mood, even if they're probably not feeling too great. If that external validation is there, people really start to, to take off with it. I mean, it's almost... Uh, sort of like a bit of an ego complex there where it's my ego needs to be fed for me to be happy but how mm-hmm. do you how do you get people to I mean I feel like it can be definitely something quite hard for people to do to stop caring what others think how do you get people to really be like screw them and start focusing inwards how do you start to to even go about doing that Mm, oh, I like that question because <laughs> I can, I know exactly, I literally do this exactly in my coaching. Um, so it, it might sound simple or it might sound complicated. You'll let me know. <laughs> but in my coaching, I have a, my signature method that I've created after um, the, after the year of like honing it in. So it's aware, align and action. So the aware and align bit is literally meeting yourself deeply knowing who you are what are your values what are your um what's driving your behaviors why do you do what you do what's important to you what do you like not like all of that stuff like just getting to the true you asking you powerful questions to keep on getting in there once you then have that self awareness it is almost impossible to make different decisions because now you are so sure on who you are that your mindset has completely changed. Your thinking has changed. You think differently. You approach everything so differently. And once you have that power of knowing who you are deeply, the, the like after effect, the side effect of it is courage, resilience confidence like so many times in my um my feedback forms and I don't specifically like teach or coach this but they all say that they've got more confidence and courage and that's simply from being in your power of who you truly are um and it's impossible to like think any other way then when you know who you are so that could be complicated or simple. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I, I quite like where you're coming. The, the point that you got to there is that if you really know who you are, what you want in life, nothing from an external side can affect you because you know what you want. Who gives a shit what they want? <laughs> so I, I quite like mm. uh, I quite like how, how you got to that there. I want to take it back to, to your personal journey again and sort of do you, do you resonate with with your clients that come through? Do you see some similarities to your journey? And is there ever within your journey was where was that light bulb moment where you thought, bam, this is different. This is what I want to do now. Because I know you said that you stayed a bit mm. more prolonged than you wanted to. What was that final clicking moment? What was that light bulb moment as such that really got you got you to where you are now? 
Mm. So yeah, firstly, definitely the clients that come to me, I really do see a lot of similarities and I can resonate with their journeys or what they're feeling because usually as a coach, like, and you might feel this yourself, you have been in the position of your clients. So you can see where they're coming from and why they think what they're thinking. Uh, but the, I would say the light bulb moment was probably the point when I knew that carrying on in a job I hated was a greater risk to my happiness and well-being than resigning and starting a completely new path that I just was interested in and didn't know the outcome. Like it was a few months of um, realizing I'd rather just like right now chase my happiness than sticking in this job. And I the, also like I'd say the light bulb moment was when I was getting all this external noise of people like, oh, maybe wait for the promotion or wait for this or have you got something else lined up? Are you sure you all of that? I literally just asked myself a question, maybe a bit later than I should have, but I just said, what does Brooke want? And then that, that was it. I was like, oh gosh, I just have to do this for myself. So I resigned from my job and I was unemployed for a bit, just figuring out like who I was again and what I liked because it can be so easy to kind of forget who you are when you're following a path that isn't for you. Absolutely. Great answer. And I want to, to take it to your, to your client's journey again. I know we're sort of bouncing uh, back and forth a bit, but <laughs> Where it's a bit different to, to let's say, some some more classic uh, fitness programs where it's like eight-week transformation, a 12-week program or something, is mindset something that can be timelined or is it a forever-going journey? Mm. My personal opinion is that it's a forever journey because you are always growing every year like you'll hit a new milestone and when you hit that and if you want a new to achieve a new goal you got to act and think differently to achieve that new goal so where you've got right now your current mindset and current way of thinking have worked it's got you to where you are if you want to achieve a bigger goal you might need to think a bit differently and um, adopt different habits beliefs uh, behavioral patterns to achieve it uh, so yeah I would say that it's a beautiful forever journey um, which is a good thing because that means we're always evolving growing learning absolutely and I think something that, that you said said there about so when you want to achieve the, the next step up you have to adapt and evolve to to be able to achieve that so it's sort of almost like setting new goals what where do you how important do you see goal setting in people's journey to developing their mindset? Mm, yeah, I would say very important so you know where you're going. But the step before then, um, personally, I would say is more important, and that is making sure again that you know who you are so that the goals that you're making and you, that you're striving for that you're going to be happy that you've achieved it. Uh, you know, for example, like at the beginning of this podcast, I said, I thought I, my dream was to be 
um, like a career woman in the corporate world. And I, I could imagine myself like looking like that and being in meetings. And I was like thinking that was like seriously what I wanted. And then I got it and I was like, what, why am I not happy? I should be happy now. So it is really important also to make sure that the goals that you're making are truly yours. Um, but then, yeah, goal setting is very important to move forward. Absolutely. And what I, what I find really helpful in my career and within being able to, again, like you said, sort of leveling up and constantly try and develop is setting those goals and then doing sort of a reverse engineering backwards to where you are now mm-hmm. and sort of almost doing the, the stepping stones, almost like that, that, that laddering step. Because what I think, what a mistake I've made in the past and a mistake I think plenty of people listening have made in the past is they set that goal. It's like, okay, I know where I'm going now. It's like, like you said, going back to that car analogy, it's like you get in that car. It's like, okay, I'm in London. I want to go up to Manchester. It's like, okay, you know where you want to go, but you still mm-hmm. don't have any GPS or anything. So it's, <laughs> yes. having, it's having those steps of that reverse engineering to, to allow you to see where you're going and making those incremental steps towards it. Would you say that's something that's quite, quite popular with, within, your, uh, within your coaching, setting those smaller steps towards that bigger goal? And if so, tell me a bit more about yeah. it. Yeah. Yes, hugely. Um, that's actually one of my last sessions that I have with clients. So once we've like got the mindset, we know um, like who they are and exactly what they're wanting, then with the aware align action signature coaching method that I have, the action is literally reverse engineering the goal. So we um, we adapt it to what that person wants for the future. So usually it's a 12 months plan and we start with okay 12 months time you know what do we want to have going on and then okay so that means in six months time where do you need to be okay in three months time where do you need to be and then once we've done all that then the last bit is um, okay what does that mean for this month what do you need to do to be able to hit the three months to hit the six months to hit the 12 months so yeah exactly how you said reverse engineering a goal mm-hmm. absolutely and are there I, I might be putting you on the spot here but <laughs> are there are there sort of top because I know people always want that quick fire thing that they can change right now so if someone's listening to this and they're feeling really g'd up and they want to come away from this podcast is there let's say three let's say three things what are your top three tips that people can do to take action right now today to improve their mindset Mm, to improve their mindset okay top three things huge one um that you can start this second be the observer of your thoughts and come from a place of curiosity with your thoughts rather than believing everything you think is true. Most of what you think is not fact. So I'd say that's the number one huge, like when we have negative self-talk, when we have all this, like it's not a fact. So be curious about it and that will help you seriously so much in achieving your goal. So yeah, be the observer of your thoughts, number one. Number two, sometimes it's not confidence that we're seeing in others, it's courage. That means you can start to, you can do that thing. You don't need confidence to start. You just need courage. And three, if you are 
having trouble with going into a negative space sometimes every day. I call this, you can positive hijack. So that means if you're in a negative spiral, you're overthinking and you're creating a bad mood for yourself, then literally pattern interrupt that, walk away, move from thinking to doing and just walk up, get a cup of tea, go for a walk, walk around your house. Like sometimes I used to like, just like clap and move away. And that stops you from spiraling and thinking that you've had a bad day where all it is, is you've had a bad thought and you've spiraled and created a story. So I'd say, yeah, those three things. And you can start that right now. Everyone can do that. <laughs> nice. Perfect answer. I, know, mm. I, really, I, I really like those. I do want to take it back to, mm. um, back to number two, just about courage and confidence. So I'm intrigued to, I think I have an idea in my head of uh, the major differences, but if you could sort of outline where are the differences between courage and confidence and there must be similarities because you said sometimes it can be uh, one can be mistaken for the other so I'm intrigued to find out where where are the main differences and how does that how does that work mm. um, I would say that a lot of people could think that you have confidence so when you're doing something that you feel confident doing it and you're not shaking inside and you're not trying to stop your shaky voice because you just look confident and maybe articulate and eloquent and all of that stuff. And they think that you have confidence already to do the thing. When a lot of the time it's the courage and courage, that means doing it scared. So courage is maybe not feeling confident, but doing it anyways. And once you've done it, then you have the confidence to almost either do it again or you've gained that confidence because you've just had the courage to do it. And doing like a new thing every, every few months, every like once a year, some big scary thing, you're going to develop and you're going to start like oozing confidence. But if you're doing a new thing, again, it's going to take courage not just magic confidence, you know? <laughs> that was kind of a roundabout way of saying it, if you get that. <laughs> I think that's an absolutely uh, great knowledge bomb just to sort of end, end the conversation here. So no, I mean, it's been absolutely amazing what, we, what we've covered today. And thank you very much for sharing what you've shared. And I'm sure people listening will find, um, find definitely some, some knowledge bombs in here that will really help them to improve their mindset and also just potentially kickstart something and that's that's the aim of what we're doing here so what is the best place for for people to to reach out to you socials any websites any marketing material anything like that where's the best place for people to get across to you because I mean I'm sure people listening to this will will be inspired from what you said and hopefully want to reach out thank you and I've seriously enjoyed my time here so thank you for making it fun making me feel welcome I've loved it uh, but the best place is definitely my Instagram which is Brooke Farrow coaching and you can there's a link in my bio for application forms to work with me I'm taking on two more clients in February and when you fill out that application form you will um be able to have a free 30 minute discovery call with me where we can see if we're the right fit for each other because that's really important both of us um what's the best course of action to get you from stuck and overwhelmed to thriving 
and loving the life that you create for yourself. So definitely Instagram, Brooke Farrow Coaching. Perfect. Well, thank you very much. And that will all be in the description. I'll make sure I keep it linked and anything that's uh, video-wise will be up on the screen. So nice and easy for people to find. But just the last, thank you very much. And it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast. Thank you so much, Daniel. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. I've had fun. <laughs> Likewise. Definitely, this won't be the last time. Hopefully, you'll, you'll pop on and we'll, we'll share, some, uh, share some more uh, knowledge with each other and to the people listening in a couple months' time. <laughs> I love that. Looking Perfect. forward to it. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. On each and every episode, I aim to bring huge amounts of value to help you achieve your goals. To join the rapidly growing Apex Culture community, drop me a message on any of the social media platforms linked in the description. Just drop me a message letting me know that you want to join the community. I have a free Facebook group where I drop huge amounts of values on a daily basis and also go live with the community every day. To keep up to date with Apex Culture, drop me a follow on any of my social media platforms and leave this podcast a review. I'd greatly appreciate it. To find out more, head over to my website, www.apexculture.co.uk, where you can get your hands on some freebies and tools that are going to help you achieve the results you want. Thank you and have an amazing day.